New season means new seasonal recipes, and now it's easier than ever. With fresh ingredients delivered to your door, HelloFresh brings the farmer's market to you. Get 16 free meals plus three gifts with code PINE16 at hellofresh.com slash PINE16. I cried for a thousand years. I drank a thousand beers. Peeping, I'm peeping, I'm peeping, I'm peeping. I'm peeping. I can't Whoa. stop pissing. He just can't stop. He will not stop pissing. That was a great sink, Clay. And now yours for mine. Yep. That was solid. Perfectly that on was, beat. Yeah. No, no, that was all no, right. No, perfectly on beat. BPM 140. 140. Nah, weird tempo. Weird 140 beat. 140 is so it's standard in hip hop. You wouldn't get 140. it. 140. Yeah, I wouldn't. No, you're right. I wouldn't. I it wouldn't, goes like this. Honestly. Don't go to sleep. Home for the week. Don't go to sleep. I'm home for the week. I'm tired tonight. I don't know why. Oof. That was tight. Oof. Dude. Don't tight. oof. Dude. Oof. I'm going to think. Oof. <laughs> don't oof that, man. Oof. That didn't blow anyone like, away. Blew me away, man. My mind was fucking blown. Blow me away. Say anything right now to blow me away. Okay. Did you know that... Stop texting. <laughs> I'm not texting. I'm, I'm texting this. I'm not texting. I'm playing with this little fucking thing. <laughs> Did you know? Do you know what Aurora Borealis is? Yes. Huh. Doubt it. The Northern Lights. Nope. It's the Northern Sanctum of my asshole. <laughs> oh, it's the Northern, the northern Sector. <laughs> the Aholo the Borealis. The Aurora Holy Alice. Holy asshole. <laughs> the Aurora <laughs> but Butthole Alice. Expelliarmus. Got you anyways. Got, got you, you anyways. anyways. Nailed you for that. Disarmed you. Your <laughs> wand is mine. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Beyond All That Fuck Shit. Beyond the, the Pine. pine. Beyond yes. All That Fuck Shit, The Pine. Beyond All That Fuck Shit is... The pine, where you can come and and get away from all that fucked shit, dude, and just hang yeah. out and have a good time. Yeah, get you off. Hear what's going on? You know, get your yeah, get off and get get your worldly news. You know what I mean? From yeah, a trusted exactly. Source. You know, you come to us, and we immediately right off the bat have your trust, right? You know that we're a credible right. source. Everything yeah, we're talking course. about, you know, we research it. We have producers. We have people that are out on the and they do and they do field, man. They're out in the field. Getting oh, that man. intel, dude. We have so many sources, so much, uh, you know, just absolute. Yeah. Uh, we have inside the White House intelligence. We have that eyes directly for us. inside the White House pushing our agenda yeah. at the highest levels yeah. of the government. We <laughs> have I'm so glad you said that, James. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you guys would have no idea the type of sanctions that we're trying to create. <laughs> Bad ones. So bath keep ones, you, bath, bath related ones, ones. <laughs> keeping you in the bath. We're trying to get a bathtub in every room in the, in the country. <laughs> You're goddamn right. Otherwise, what the fuck's the point? What's the a point? Bath time is my favorite. If I time. can't take a bath. Oh, sorry. I'm just taking out this big cookie. If I can't. Don't eat a big cookie it's a, in front of me. Come on, I want man. Oh, are you fucking kidding me, bro? Dude, look at this uh, in, compared to my uh, hand, how big this cookie is. 
Yeah, you're holding it so far away, dude. That it's it's it. I swear it to God, I'm larger. not lying. It's like that thing that says on the mirrors, objects in James's hands look bigger look because bigger James's than the hands cookie. Are so small. <laughs> My hands aren't small. Dude. Well, come on. Well, scratch your head. It'll be a good comparison. Yeah, they're incredibly small, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Here, let me just scratch my head real, my head real quick. <laughs> you made me spit a little piece of cookie. It's not that good, then, if you're spitting it out, you freak of piece it's of so shit. Good. Come on. I got it from Saatchi. God damn you. I don't even know what Saatchi... Oh, is that Sunny Blues? Oh, is that McDonald's best friend? <laughs> What's Saatchi, dude? Is that some sort of martial art? Form? No. Anyways, well, I got I got I a big I got a big cookie from there earlier, and I decided tell me to what it is it. when I ask. It's a coffee shop. They have pastries as well. Okay, I've been to Sachi with you. Yeah, the coffee was bad. I got to be honest, but I got the wrong thing. What'd you get? I think I just got a regular coffee with cream in it. Oh yeah, you don't do that. And you don't do that. For it was just more. really sour and fucked. But well, it was, yeah, I told them to give you bottom of the pot. I think they gave me bottom of the pot. I'm not sure why they did. I but told I them. Think they gave I me, slept him a five. Yeah, I still, for the life of me, can't figure out why they would have given me bottom of the pot. But I did taste James's coffee, and that shit was gas, dude. Yeah, dude, a little cold brew with some Especial. vanilla and um, oat and, and milk, melo- dude. melanoma. Yeah, yeah, and melon milk. A little bit of melanoma shavings in there. Yeah, <laughs> just as a garnish. You know, some people like nutmeg or cinnamon. We do mole yeah. shavings. Bro, speaking <laughs> of fucking cooking. I've been Speaking watching of cooking. my favorite show now, <laughs> and it is, we were talking about garnish and cooking, man. Get there, get there. You're getting old. You're losing touch. Um, here we go. I'm going in now. Back into it. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. <gasps> I'm following. He closes his eyes. I've got it this time. Say it. Um, dude, Gordon Ramsay, I think it's called like Uncovered or something like that. Un- Unleashed. Uncensored. <laughs> it's like... Gordon Ramsay's Unleashed. It's the greatest fucking show in the world. Tell me about it, because I'm a huge okay. Gordon Ramsay fan. Are you really for real? Yeah, he's oh. like, in my opinion, top five people. In Wizards the world. in the world. Yeah. Well, he's not the a wizard. <laughs> no, really bad wizard, actually, dude. Yeah. Flunked out of Hogwarts, man. The dumb bitch. Yeah, the fucking coward. Um, so what happened? Yeah, he actually was, left Hogwarts because he was too scared <laughs> to cast a death spell on himself. <laughs> Snape said to cast one. Ramsey, Ramsey, use the spell on yourself. Ramsey, Ramsey, use the spell Ramsey. on yourself. I'm not gonna fucking use I'm it, not on, myself, use it on myself. Snape. All right, yes. How about it? No, I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. You're expelled. Anyway, so I'm, I'm, we're taking care of dogs for the night. We're at, we're at a friend's, uh, neighborhood friends, and we're sitting at their house, mm-hmm. and I'm falling asleep on the couch, and the actual television's on, like fucking network yeah, TV. Cable. Holy fucking shit, do I hate advertisements. Yeah. They make me so fucking angry, bro. Like, I literally, hey, I get calm ang- down. Pal. I literally am getting like anxiety every time a commercial comes on because it's like too long. I'm getting tired and I want to go to sleep, but I want to finish this episode and then watch another few. Yeah. But it's delaying that, and mm-hmm. that pisses me off. So, you know, what came on just randomly was Gordon Ramsay Unleashed or something like that. And Gordon goes to, he travels 
on this amazing to the world's most dangerous some, prisons <laughs> to different fucking places in the world the last one was like croatia and then india and then he gets taught by uh, culinary masters of their their cuisine wow you know what they make and he they allow him to taste like some of the best food that they make with all the local shit and then he's he has a competition with that person after a week of learning however he wants to learn, which usually is him, you know, going out to sea and catching local fish and finding out different spices and where in the jungle bees in the fucking top of a tree that he has to shake off and catch and use and catch fry up. Catch or as something. the bees and then he has to extract he has to extract their magic. They're come. Yeah, their <laughs> magic. Yeah. So he has to go he goes on this adventure for a week learning about like certain ingredients and their culture and stuff like that. Mostly about how they eat. Yeah. One of them was amazing, it was in Louisiana in the fucking mm. what do they call it? In the bayou, in the bayou, it was literally in the fo- in the bayou, like mushrooms and fucking catfish hunting, and shit, like literally bullfrogs catching them out of the water and catching then them, fucking you, squishing them, moving on, just fucking squishing them, dude, popping their eyes out and seeing fucking hey four eyes suck a dick, and then he goes um, and they go blah, 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 and the <laughs> eyes suck back in because it's a toy, just like those toys, right, yeah. the toys. But then at the end of the week, you know, with all that he's learned, he makes you know, tries to compete with the other person who's a master yeah. chef at that local cuisine. And then they cook for a group of people. Um, in Louisiana, it was first-line responders for floods and stuff like that. In India, it was just like these these elderly women who are master artisans of their fucking craft. Um, and then they judge it and stuff like that. And it's the best cooking show I've ever seen in my life because it has that adventure and then the catching the food and learning about it. Yeah. And then, all right, I'm going to try to use this fucking... Right, Dude, yes. they went... They fucking went in, um, I think it was India or made them in Croatia, but they went and, and got fucking, uh, what's that fucking, uh, root that's underground that only animals can sniff out. It's a, it's like a mushroom or something. Truffle? It's like a truffle. They went truffle hunting, bro. And Damn. got these like legendary fucking, like this like was probably like truffles. $200 a rock, like that's crazy. fresh. And then he made this, oh, it was so fucking good. What an adventure. If I could binge watch that with no commercials, dude, you'd never see me again. That's how good is. Is it on any is, streaming service? Ain't nobody what, know, what dude. Channel? I watched what like three or four episodes. I don't know. Oh, uh, Geography, National Geographic. Geometry. Geometryville. Oh, dude, National Geographic is yeah, technically Geographic. owned by Warner or Disney. So National who Geographic Who technically shit. owns AT&T, who technically owns Rooster Teeth, who technically owned us. And I own, uh, fuck. Not a lot, but there's a correlation to us and Gordon. But yeah, anyway, sorry, National Geographic. I think it's on Disney Plus because National oh Geographic stuff Lord. is on Disney Plus. And if that's, that's the case, amazing. then I'll be watching that show because I love those kind of like cooking and adventure shows where they're out Dude. doing shit, man. I Remember also. That Zach Efron show where he went off in diff- to different It's one of my cultures? favorite shows of all time, fucking Down Dude. to Earth, dude. It literally, I, I kind of forget it, but I remember loving it, but this was better. Dude, I watched that a, show for the first time when I was going through a really rough time mentally. I remember that. And yeah, that show, so like, <laughs> what was funny? <laughs> the show. That I liked it or that you thought it, I liked it? No, I thought the show, I laughed out loud at the show all the time. Down to No, Earth? I was making a joke about me thinking that it was, me at the time thinking it would be, it was funny that you were in a, having a low. I feel like you've made that, that joke before. <laughs> I will, I will continue to make that joke all the time. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? There's no way I've made that joke before. That was Yeah, like for sure. Guys, confirm. He's maybe, made that joke maybe. before. Were you, yeah, where you maybe said you were going through a rough time. I'm like, that's so funny. Yeah. 
Um, but I, I watched so that show. Rude. It's so rude. Um, it's so but hey, what, what am I going to do, man? What am I going to do? And rude. You know? Nothing. You're yeah, gonna I'm do not going to do nothing. I'm not going to do nothing, man. I'm going to talk a lot of talk. And, oh, fuck. Uh, I'm going to talk a lot of talk, you know, act all tough. And when it comes down to it, I'm not going to do anything. What are you flinching for? I'm not flinching, dude. It was... It was the, the the light was changing and it Fair. scared me that there was a ghost. What do you give you a fucking sorry? Okay, forgiven. I forgive you. Carry on. I watched that show, Down to Earth with Zac Efron, and it like was therapeutic to me in some way because everything they're talking about, sustainability, water, food, everything was Are like so integrally important and like, yeah, objectively. like the most important things. In the world, energy um, gives you some perspective, sustainability, right? fucking food, and people having access to water and food and stuff. Sex, like, oh, and all that. Oh, all the sex, man. Zach Efron hmm. was banging his way through Bangladesh, man. Dude, that dude fucked thousands of hookers. I bet in different countries <laughs> as they're oh, shooting yeah. that, and, the, and yeah, he makes he makes everyone that he fucks and every single person on the crew sign an NDA, and he's like very dominant and like aggressive about yeah. it, where he's like, you better not fucking say nothing. You say something, I'm gonna kill myself. On live television. <laughs> on live television. <laughs> Jack, this isn't live. Well, Rolling. maybe it should be. Roll on rehearsal. Action I can't. I can't cut. <laughs> I can't. That's not something to joke about. We're not joking about it. You're serious. Guys, I want to say thank oh you my so God. much for yeah. all the love and all the support um, on the new SV7 video of just a couple friends. It was so... It was like only positive to me, like making it, editing it, and then putting it out. I was like, you know, I don't even care <laughs> really what happens. I just want to put this out there. And like for us, it was very cathartic, you know, yeah. being able to do that again and for it to feel so fresh and easy. Um, and then for me to edit it, man, I've never edited one of our videos before, you know, one of the SV7 yeah. videos. Like it was either uh, Steve, Vicky, or Autumn. Right. And so like editing it, it was very like surreal in a way, and especially the ending, dude. Like mm. cutting. You're like I'm Autumn. <laughs> I cosplayed as Autumn when I did it. <laughs> you know, <a> wig on. <laughs> Ow, my my bones, my boner. <laughs> um, but yeah, the ending, dude. Like working on the ending was really special. It, I teared up a little bit when I made yeah. it because like I cut it all together and shit, you know, when you're like dialed in, you're cutting to the music and shit like that and all that. And then I put those bars on there and then I like went back and I watched the whole thing with the ending and I was like, mamma mia. Wow. I hope yeah. that this has, you know, an effect on people and elicits emotion. And I feel like it did. And yeah. you know, all the love and all the messages we got, Thank you so much. Everyone who still supports us, man. It's crazy. Yeah. It was fucking amazing to see the love, the, the people coming out of the woodworks. The and, and you know what? The people, because, you know, we've always had those people who, like, come out of the woodworks and then just say something completely fucking stupid, like, you fucking losers. You know what I mean? Those losers. But even those losers 
came out with support. Mm. You know, most people aren't losers, but there's the odd like one in a thousand people who pop in and go. Everything I saw was bullshit. like really positive, and I was well. That's what I mean. I but like stoked. you know, even on a podcast, every three or four podcasts, some fucking loser will come out and be like, "Man, this channel really went down the the shitter, dude. When are they gonna make some actual content? You know what I mean?" And even that fucking loser came out and probably like gave some support. Now I don't know if that's actually true, but it, it certainly felt that way. Felt like the people who came out of the woodworks, which you could see there was a lot of people like, oh my God, no way. Mm -hmm. You know, I haven't been here in a hot minute. This is great, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so those people came out and I fuck with those people, dude. For sure, dude. And like, I think it's really cool, you know, the fact that everybody that came back and checked it out who hadn't, you know, who don't watch the podcast or listen to the podcast yeah. coming in and being like, no way and shit. And like, yeah, I, I also very much so, you know, as a creator, as a filmmaker, you you hope that your audience gets what you're trying to tell. You know, the story you're trying to tell, the message that you're trying to convey. And I feel like everybody fucking got it, dude. And that yeah. made me so excited and, like, proud. I was like, you know, this is a new and fresh thing. This isn't just a rehash of alternative lifestyle, you know? Like there yeah. were some some nostalgic things and like the ending, obviously I wanted to be very nostalgic about SB7, but... I mean, the only way that it was nostalgic was seeing The Office, you know what I mean? It's not like w the the subject matter, I guess... No, for I sure. That is the subject but matter. what but I'm you saying... Know I mean? Like it's not like it was a rehash at all. It was yeah, just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is I'm glad that everybody like got that and we're stoked about yeah. that, you know? And another thing, like I had a couple people message me and forgive me, I don't like always look at my messages or remember necessarily yeah. whose messages really I've read and shit. <laughs> I get really yeah. insecure. Um, don't, don't miss. But some people said things like, you know, seeing this content now and when you guys just made and seeing how you guys have grown and matured. And we also have, as your audience have grown and matured, you know, mm -hmm. in the last, mm -hmm. dude, it's been three years since we put out a video. Since 2019, you know, anybody who was like maybe in high school, now they're in college. Like, mm -hmm. it's crazy. Like, the, I don't know, that just that phenomenon, that, that thing that happens, like that, that's the way shit goes. But like, it's so cool. And like, I fuck with all you guys. Seriously, yeah. like, all you guys are dope and I appreciate you. And well, don't say all. There's a zero point. One percent. You're really, you're really lingering on the on the negatives here. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Fuck those guys, dude. No, I'm I'm joking, dude. Uh, my, my whole perspective of He's that, not. not exaggerating, is He's not just. Joking. Is it? I am joking, guys. Come on. Um, my whole perspective on that is actually just that it's really cool to see the people who you know wanted wanted to see a, another video, more content, or, or or something you know that that they wanted that they initially subscribed for, and and they liked it, you know, it, mm -hmm. it, because it, they could have also not liked it because it wasn't the same thing that they subscribed for still. It was mm -hmm. different content. So it was nice to have won them over too. Um, Dude, I had I such a, like a blast making it. And it, it, it felt so natural and like, you know, truly, I mean, I feel like I said this last week, but the reason why towards the end of SP7, you know, we got burnt out. We had nothing going on in our lives except for working and trying to make mm -hmm. videos and shit. So there, there was no, nothing from reality to pull from in order to inspire videos. But now it's like, dude, we've established and grown our fucking lives both independently and together over the last three years of things to pull well, dude, from. Take, 
Like think about it like this: like three years is a whole lifetime. What SP seven was like? What it was three three years, four years, two. something like that. Like total. It was two years, dude. Twenty seventeen to twenty nineteen. And that was <laughs> that's fucking crazy because that felt 19. like a Did, lifetime. A- end of twenty nineteen or the beginning of twenty nineteen? Like May mid twenty nineteen. Okay, so two and a half years. So it was like. Well, we made the first you know, Sugar Pine Seven video in March, or the Sugar Pine Seven Cabin episode uh, yeah. came out in April of 2017. Okay, okay. So, oh, oh, I guess, but we were still making videos before that. You know what I mean? A couple months before that, like this, this yeah, beginning so just of making two years. That. Just that whole. Uh, my whole point is like, you know, two and a half, three years, whatever it may be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's a just, whole just the that guy that whole. rounds rounds way off. Yeah, it's about two years. Yeah, two and a half, three years. Yeah, four or five Dude years in the office was. when he's or whatever to, it was <laughs> when uh, Ryan's the boss and he comes uh, to the office to put on some presentation <laughs> and he uh, he tells Michael to pull up the, pull up the PowerPoint. And he's like, you installed PowerPoint, right? And he's like, yeah, I did it. And then he goes and pulls it up and it starts installing PowerPoint. And he's like, okay, time remaining 15 minutes. Okay, so this should take about five or 10 minutes. <laughs> That's so fucking good, dude. So I good. Watch the office I want to watch the office. Anyways, my whole point being um, the Sugar Pine 7 and early Sugar Pine 7 era Felt like an entire fucking lifetime, bro. I, felt I know, like we man. Worked it was like in an office for five years. Like it felt yeah. like an entire whole life that we have lived. And I've had chapters in my life prior to that um, that felt like whole lives. And I've had like several, several, four, probably four different chapters of my life that that like were real life living, not just like high school shit. You know, um, where you are an entirely different person. And you are different in all of these chapters and you're growing and growing and growing. And we've literally had an entire chapter longer than the Sugar Pine 7 chapter since we ended Sugar Pine 7. That's crazy. Um, so that's what I mean. Like, it's so interesting to look back and think of that as like the glory days or whatever. But it's like, it's, no, it is, but it, it's, not. it's not. It was just, um, you know, it was just a, a, a fucking a chapter, you know, exactly. And like. Um, it's, it's very interesting having something that's so important and integral to your life and even identity in some ways being something that's going to be there for your whole life, you know, even, yeah. you know, five, 10 years from now when we're, you know, successfully doing our respective arts, you're a fucking, you're touring, you know, and I'm fucking directing features and shit and we're like doing it. Like there are always going to be people that are like, I know them from Sugar Pine 7, you know? Yeah. And like that's and such a that. cool thing, man. Like the fact that we we were able to do that and experience that and grow while doing it and at such a young age, like not many people get that opportunity. And I'm not trying to gloat at all. I'm I'm coming no, out it, of gratitude, grateful. man. It, yeah, gratitude. Totally. I, I agree. It's it's and again, I feel like I've had a couple chapters of like doing it in YouTube and it being something like semi I mean, Sugar Pine 7 was the biggest thing YouTube-wise that I've ever been a part of, for sure. Um, but it's like, it's just gratitude, totally. Like, I can't believe we got to do that. I can't believe it, it resonated with as many people as it did and that those people still fuck with us because, you know, since we're still in entertainment, it's like, since they still fuck with us, they still want to watch our shit and listen to our stuff. And, like, that's the, what I feel my fucking purpose is, man, is to just make things, make things and, and hope that people like them and and... It elicit an emotion, whether that just be happiness, getting pumped up, 
uh, comedy, fucking sadness, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, I literally feel Just like, like that's using it as a form of expression. You know? Yeah. I think that's like obviously, you know, as a as a creative person, the reason why being creative resonates with you so much is because it allows you to express yourself in a way that might not be as easy as talking or, you know, just saying how you feel, but there's something much deeper and more profound, you know, that, that you have to express from within you. Um, and, and it's really in the making it part for me. Like there, there is, um, it's a, I get a different gratif I get gratification from putting it out from that, from making that thing and then putting it out. But the expression for me, and maybe this is just general, but I'm just, I can only speak from realizing my own perspectives and what I feel obviously, um, is that expression comes from the, when you're making it, like it's such a powerful feeling to be making something and it feels right. Um, whether you end up going with it or not, like making it is everything. And then it's very gratifying once and, and and, and also cathartic once it's done for it to go out. And, and then, you know, you obviously get um, validation as well, which like we're humans, we enjoy validation. But, you know, the important part of it is like, it's fucking making it for me. Yeah, you know? bro. 100%. I, I agree with that for sure. There's definitely a difference in making yeah. it and putting it out and being finished with it and stuff. But they're, you know. They're like bonuses. And that's what's so fucking amazing because it is it is still such a big part of it. The the gratifying feeling of of giving what you made for other like other people to enjoy and to, to have an experience with is an incredible feeling um that still feels integral to what i like about making it as well as disconnected as those two things are it, it also is this thing of like people will like understand or or they'll have their version of understanding whether it be what i intended or not from what i felt when i made it um but yeah it's this full circle thing it's all such such an integral part to why it's the only thing I'm ever going to do, mm -hmm. you know, a, a, unless I go fucking broke and have to dumb, do a dumbass stupid job, but I'll never stop. Don't diss other jobs, man. No, I'm for me. Yeah. Cause you think you're better than people. No, a dumbass job would be something I don't want to be doing. That would be stupid. Like what? That's a dumbass job. Anything I don't want to do is dumb. No, I agree. Not for other people. I agree. I know. I, I just agree. had to fucking totally annihilate you there. You didn't. I did, dude. Yeah. I did. That was great. You know what you happened? Spot. You 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 I came at buckled. me like that, and I went. Hmm. You came at me like that, and I just went, no, <laughs> no. And you went. <laughs> See, I'm looking at it, you know, positively. I'm laughing about it. You're looking at it like no, like defensive and angry. No, no, no. I, I'm like <laughs> no, no, no. See, you're you, still saying James, that. you fool. You don't understand. See, you're still you're calling you're, me names now. It's and, like, no, it's not my <laughs> fault. <laughs> no, it's not my fault. I swear. I'm just a teacher and you're my student and it is what it is. <laughs> I'm just the one in charge and, and you have to listen to me. I'm your boss. Um, <laughs> I'm your boss. Dude, fucking, okay, let me just say this. Two things. One, mm. guys, I'm shooting pickups for Three Kings next week. And this whole process of doing Three Kings, my fucking short film, been fucking nuts man i've learned so much and going into the next project i already feel so much more equipped to like handle shit um but this has been a crazy like at times stressful and overwhelming at other times pure fucking bliss and creativity you know just like mm -hmm. all around the board such an experience and i'm so grateful for it but 
want you guys to know things are going great. Um, we're at a really good place in post and I'm stoked about it. All these pickup shots that we're getting to really like nail this short film and honestly just tell the story that I set out to tell. Um, so we're going to be launching our ticket sales. Anyone who hasn't been able to get a ticket or wasn't able to get a ticket for the Indiegogo, um, we're going to be selling tickets for our, uh, screening that's April 23rd. So save that young date, man. Um, and yeah, maybe we even have a little teaser trailer we're going to be putting out soon. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe we already started working on like, um, maybe we already did. Maybe it's done. (laughs) Um, but yeah, dude, so that's just a little update for Three Kings, but I'm just like in the shit with it. You know, I'm deep in it and yeah. just yeah. very excited to finish, very excited to mm-hmm. finish and move on to the next thing because I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm here working on this, but I feel like the ideas and the, the creativity, pole. dude, I already outlined the next short. Oh, are you going to send it to me or what? Um, Not yet. Okay. Yeah, not yet. Maybe you'll tell me about it. Mm, off, maybe I'll tell you stream. about it. But yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude. So I, the way I am with like creativity and ideas and shit is like when I'm thinking about a new idea, it starts by just coming at me with like, you know, a vision, a shot. Starts Uh, with a lot of masturbating. You know, I got to get myself there, you know? I got to get my, my juices out to be able to get the creative juices out. Right. I got to make room for it. They're behind the cum. (laughs) They separate from each other. It's like water and oil. (laughs) Right, right, right. Right. Um, but yeah, so I get, you know, visions, shots, uh, I hear songs, I see scenes, you know, feelings and emotions and stuff like that, all very like ethereal and like loose and stuff. And then it starts to kind of piece together a little bit. And then what happened to me yesterday, literally on my lunch break, dude, at work, I was like, I have it. And then for literally 30 minutes straight on my phone, I went through and outlined like an entire fucking... So the structure, the order, everything that happens That's in amazing, it. And dude. obviously That's that was just so like sick. train of thought, like stream of consciousness, but like it's there. The groundwork can is I there. Just, can, I just, can I just say that? Can I just stop you there? I just had incredible deja vu. I feel like this is what happened with Three Kings. For real. I think I feel like you mentioned you like, you know, the thoughts come in like very ethereal and then all of a sudden, boom, I had it and I outlined it. You know what I, I feel like? This happened. Hey, maybe, man. Honestly, and that could be like your creative process. My fucking process. Like that natural, that's sick. I love that's it. That's crazy because it's it's cool because I I feel almost like you know it's like this this sense you know where like this yeah. thing is happening and I'm like letting it happen and stuff and then there's like a moment where I'm like ready, you know. Yeah. Um. But the funny thing about deja vu, I have always been really interested in deja vu, and kind of my perception of it is like, you know, whether you want to look at it as God or the universe or something, but like, I feel like when you experience deja vu, especially like frequently, it's, you're kind of like in tune with your path and your purpose, you know, like Mm -hmm. almost as if like, those are the points where the, where the multiverse is like overlapping because these things are happening in different realities and shit, you know? So it's like Mm -hmm. the, the, the overlay of it. Um, but I don't know. It was just a a thought. Yeah, that was a thought, wasn't it? I really enjoyed it too. (laughs) I really did. I think that's cool. That makes sense. And that feels awesome. 
for me to think that might be the truth. Yeah, I love that. You know, because who the I do, fuck I love knows? That. Right? It's cool. No, I really love that. It sounds like I'm making a joke of the of you, and I'm not. I think it's, I believe that's you. amazing. Good. You should. And <laughs> after all that, good. You should. <laughs> Anyways. Guys, oh, real quick, um, sorry. I have um, some, just a little update. Um, a couple weeks ago, I reached out to a famous TikToker. And, you know, we, we're not sure of his name or how to pronounce his name. But, unfortunately, he just never got back to me. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Oh, oh, wait, actually, let me check my spam. It might have gone to spam. I don't think so, dude. I don't think so. You got me so excited. I was like, no fucking way. Our whole lives are going to change. Well, let's see. My, please, God. Oh, God. Please, God. And God, if if it's not in his junk folder, you don't exist. <laughs> dude, he's like, if it is. he's like, shit. It's not in here. And God just goes, <laughs> gone. He nixed him. He nixed him. God, God nixed him. Why? So that he couldn't. No go. Um. No go. I suppose. When did I? There's junk. No go. I suppose. Well, while you're looking, um, the music video is out now for Hypocrite. Oh! If you're watching this podcast, the music video is out now, baby. And you'll have seen, you know, a couple of little promos like that. It's actually out. Before this podcast is out, I think. So go listen to it if you haven't already. It's on Wales Talks YouTube channel, and it's fucking amazing, dude. It's so sick. James, you fucking absolutely crushed it, Thanks, dude. Thanks, bro. What an amazing time. What an amazing, what an amazing time for us to film a Sugar Pine 7 video, and now that memory will forever live on with both the video and the song yeah. and the music video. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll think of that every time I hear the music video or in the song on its own as well. <laughs> I'm really excited. I'm so happy it's finally out. Yeah, um, bro. This one was just very smooth. Yeah. They were all pretty I'm really, smooth, but I'm, really uh, stoked I'm just it. getting so used to how smooth these are, are going. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, like we're having a great time and we're making magic, baby. And I appreciate you just like letting me do my thing and, you know, grow as a filmmaker. Cause that, that's what yeah. I'm using these music videos as is just like, you know, working on my style, working on the way that I work and shit and like trying to get better. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, fuck yeah. No, a hundred percent, dude. I mean, even if that wasn't what your intention was, like that's just how we work. Like mm -hmm. we get together and we brainstorm ideas. Um, and then James goes off and he continues and, and he's like, bro, I got it. And then he comes to me and, and fucking, he shows me the whole outline and it's incredible. And then we do a little more brainstorming and, and then it's fucking it. It's magic, baby. James is fucking crushing it, dude. Thank you, bro. Like I, I have all the trust in the world. And Thank every you. time we get together to make something, I'm like, okay, we're going to think of some ideas. And then James has brain babies all over my face. Um, and they're awesome, dude. And and it turned out fucking great. Couldn't be more happy about it. Um, you know, I have another song now that's going to be coming out, but won't even talk about it just yet. But we're, uh, James already has the idea for the music video for that one, which is amazing. And it's going to be know fucking sick. It's going to be cool. Me. It's going to be really cool. Um, and then next week, actually, this Sunday... Uh, from the 20th to the 25th, I have sessions every day with that same producer 
Sean from the Technicolors. Uh, we're gonna just try to make as many songs as we can, even if we only make one in a whole week. Yeah. Um, I you think we'll be here? able to make. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, here. Oh, tight. He's coming yeah, out there. Here. Yeah, that's he's sick. got family out here, so he's oh, out nice. here uh, now and again. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's like a really yeah. good situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he works at a studio here that he shares with uh, a few other bands, and uh, fucking. Uh, then there's a different studio for the drumming and stuff like that. So, like the last two days, we're gonna do whatever live drums that we need um, because he knows this great drummer and his brother's an amazing producer too. So he's going to be coming along. So I'm excited to meet him and, and work with him too. And um, then I'm coming out yeah, there I'm to, so to visit you very soon. When? Next couple of weeks. Um, oh, baby. Dude, you should come like... I I have the one exact weekend that I have to come there. What, what, what weekend? The weekend of April 1st. Oh, amazing. I was literally just going to suggest that. Yeah. So lock that in. I'm coming there Locked Friday, in. Saturday, Sunday. Um, amazing. So are you leaving Sunday? Probably. Maybe. Okay. Probably. If you're driving, uh, you should leave. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Like, I've left at like 2 or 3 p.m. and gotten in at like 11 before, mm-hmm. 10, 10, 11 p.m. So it kind of just depends. If you're an early riser and you're like, I want to get there and just chill that evening, or you want to get in late and just wake up and fucking get at fucking making more... more uh, Oh, we're spoiling it. <laughs> we're spoiling but, it. Um, so I have an idea because I'm trying to buy the Black Magic uh, 6K. Yeah. Um, maybe we should do another SP7 video. Dude, that'd be sick. That'd be sick. You have a mic? I have that one. <laughs> the shitty one. <laughs> Dude, oh, I did find mine. Oh, you have it? It's And I have it. Perfect then. Yeah. And it doesn't need to connect to the camera. Right. It you records could, on its own. That's sick. That's sick. Um, yeah. And we can take it off and we can handheld it if we want to. And it's which battery. Would be really funny. And it's battery powered. Yeah. Oh, dude, just holding a little fucking mic with a little cord <laughs> hanging off the end. No, it, it doesn't have the cord. That's what I mean. It doesn't plug wow, in. Wow. Like that. That's so sick. Yeah. Oh, I love it's that. Tight. Oh, let's just go adventure. I know, we do we end up not doing it. anything that we're supposed to when I come there? We just play Elden Ring for fucking three days uh, straight. Dude, uh, if that, and if that's what we do when you come here, no, we that's can't. what we do. We can't. <laughs> and if, dude, you are so ready to just accept that. And you know what? Yeah. And you know what? If that's what we do when you come here, no, dude, we have work to do. If that's what we do, that's what we do. But we will. I'm sure that we'll have the evenings. So then I'll have to bring my PC. I do have a laptop. I don't want to play Elden Ring on a laptop. Oh, you could you could play on your laptop? I don't want to play Elden Ring on a laptop. Fair, fair. You could bring your PC. Not that big of a deal. Yeah, just my Yeah, t- I have a I have a table in there that'd be great for you to hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And at nighttime, dude, we'll fucking have some drinks, Hal and Dill, watch some movies and shit. Mm. You can show us some banger movies, it'll be amazing. Mm. See, you know, the last time you told me about uh some of their opinions on movies and I wasn't really fucking with it. So well, I, I feel like that turned around with some of the movies recently that I told you. Were like, oh, I see you. Remember, you're like, oh, I see you. I see which you. one? Under the Silver Lake. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they didn't. Yeah, like it was Mandy. really just Mandy. But like, that's also like, I kind of went into that thinking it's a fifty-fifty. But they hated Mandy. They really hated it. And that's fine. And I respect that. Whatever, dude. Are you offended? I Since just don't you get it. You Mandy? have to respect it. Yeah, dude. I was EP. 
I put money I was, into that. He, I was epic pub. <laughs> epic pub. I miss pub, dude. I know, I dude. So I miss pub all the time. Yeah. Um. So fucking, we have a call. What? We do have a call, but one more announcement before we get into the call, you guys. Um, tomorrow I'm going to be playing on stream with Steve. So you guys should come out. It's at uh, 10 a.m. PST. I'll be playing Rocket League with Steven. Boring. Friends, so. It's not going to be boring, dude. It's not going to be boring. They they hang out just to talk even. Why would they watch this podcast? You know what I mean? Just to hear the words. No, I meant Rocket League's boring. Oh, no, I love Rocket League. Oh, that game doesn't do anything for me. Really? I think it's probably because you don't know how to play. I don't. I don't. I know. That's why I thought that. <laughs> um, oh, another thing I wanted to say, actually, about Steve, um, you know, putting out an SP7 video without Steve, it was yeah. it was an interesting thing, right? Um, but I just want to say, I talked to Steve. He did not Steve. want us to post it. <laughs> he, did, he went through every hoop to try to get us not to post it. No, yeah. I had a great great conversations multiple with him and i showed him you know the ending weeks before we posted it and stuff and we completely had his blessing and his support and he watched it and he loves it and you know like he's still our fucking brother and just because he's not involved in it um at the moment doesn't mean that he's not like supportive of us you know right at the moment exactly so just wanted to say that and put that out there yeah at the yeah moment. and like and like james said i just want to reiterate you know just because, you know, Steve's not, you know, a part of the the vlog at the moment, um, you know, that. Hey, guys, today's episode is sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Guys, I'm sorry, I have a hair in my mouth. We all shop online. I shop online. You shop online. Wumbo shops online. You know, um, at this point, it's second nature. You know, why go into a store when you could do it at the safety of your computer or on your phone? Um, I'm actually planning on buying a, a new camera very soon, a Blackmagic Pocket Cinema 6K. And you better believe I'm going to be looking forward to that little honey menu dropping down so I can see how many awesome discounts I can get on a camera. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. So imagine you shop on one of your favorite sites, right? When you go to checkout, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. I'm literally online shopping all the time, like I said, and one of the purchases I made where Honey directly saved me money was this nice tapestry right behind me on Society6. Um, I believe it was around 40 or 50 bucks. And then I got a coupon code from Honey and ended up saving, I think, like 13 bucks, something like that. But bottom line is Honey is available on so many sites across the internet, so many different kinds of shopping you could do. And it's so easy to use. You just click apply coupons and it scans all the available coupons and it automatically applies the best one to your cart. And did you know that Honey doesn't just work on desktop, it works on your iPhone too. You just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting Beyond the Pine. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com beyond. That's joinhoney.com beyond. Thank you so much to Honey for continuing to sponsor us and being there since day one. Now back to the show. Right, so we have some calls. 
And it's time for a collar. Show me your genitals, collars. A collar. Our favorite collar is green. My favorite color is the one on my white shirt. It's white. It's the absence of every color combined. No, the color on it, not the color on it. And playing. Hi, Kim and James. My name is Max. I'm a college student in my first year. I'm studying digital design, but I want to do film and video in the future. Um, You guys are definitely my big inspiration for doing this. I've already gotten a few kids, and my passion is like burning. Uh, I've been a big fan of you guys for a really long time. I've been watching Steve since he was MLG hot. I have my To Kill YouTuber poster right oh, here. Oh, yes, you do. Um, Kib, your music is insane, brother. I've been Thank listening you, to you even when you were doing the acoustic stuff like years ago. That that got that album got me through high school a lot, bro. Oh, brother. Um, Thank you, dude. Anyways, I have a pretty goofy group of friends myself, similar to you guys, um, and we want to make videos. Uh, I guess my big Can you question help us? is, how did you guys come up with stories and concepts that you wanted to use to go out and uh, do improv style? Uh, I always thought that improv style was really, really interesting. Uh, hopefully you guys answer that question. Uh, I love you guys if so you don't, much. If you ignore me, I'll be mad. Content. Uh, we love you, dude. Seven videos. You're inspiring, inspiring as hell. <laughs> Thank you, my oh, boy. Oh, that was real sweet, man. That was real sweet, dude. Um, I like this guy, man. No, he's sick, man. He's fucking sick. This I guy's know, fucking I said that, dude. sick. Don't say no. He's sick. No, I, man, I said, no. dude, I love this no. guy. I love I him, love too. Him. I love a him. A bit more. Dude, dude yeah, listen. Um, dude, I mean, I feel like we've answered this question, like, many times, but it's okay if you haven't heard it, obviously, but some of it's based on what's actually going on in our lives just is obviously good content. Like, if... You know, my cars broke down. There's so many ideas that come from just that one mm-hmm. simple thing. You know, well, how are you going to fix it? Who's going to fix it? All of that can be a video. All of that can be a narrative. Where are you and trying you to go? Of, where Where were you trying to go when it broke down? Like, yeah. Where were you trying to go when it broke down? Where was I when I was trying to think about where I was going to go before <laughs> it broke down? <laughs> so it's really just like draw from things like that. And also um, things that you, you know want to go do dude if you want to go fucking <laughs> on a hike that can be part of a vlog dude if you want to go kayaking dude there's a whole two-part video adventure of you camping and kayaking with your friends like it's really just like it started with like what do we want to go do yeah um, visiting your friends and your interesting friends the characters of them and you know everything can be funny or be worthwhile content wise um if you make it so yeah i would say at first don't overthink it just do it to have fun. Just, you know, do something organic that's like natural and have fun with it. And then the more that you do that, the more easy it's going to be for you to do that and, and make that content. And then it just goes up from there, you know? But the fact that yeah. you're fucking stoked right now and you're inspired, that's sick, dude. Yeah. That's a great place to be in. So roll with that. Yeah. I would say make sure that you are overthinking it. You need mm. to be overthinking it, overthinking, 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 because mm-hmm. you're panicking and you're, you're panicking, there and panicking, you panicking, can't, can't even go to sleep without a, having a nightmare. So you end up not sleeping a video, and then exactly. days and days go by and you still haven't fucking slept and you haven't made a video oh, and you're behind on your rent and it's just fucking freaking out. Calm down, James. You're going to give me a heart attack. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Come down from there, dude. Yeah. But simply, 
you know, you can't overthink for sure. When James said that, I was like, oh my God, that's such a good tip because oh my God. the moment you grab I'm the camera and and are overthinking about like, what should I say? What should we do? What is this video? Like, you can't. You just got to have something that you're going to do and then film it and, you know, we just naturally become characters and just start bidding and stuff like that. But, um, you'll but you don't even have to. That. Like, you could just come at it totally like yourself and just use normal real life situational humor, humor yeah. you know it doesn't have to be exaggerated characters or whatever someone's like it's gotta be the dumb one someone's gotta be the, the, the big uh, bitch. mysterious strong man and then one's gotta be a stinky string boy and then one of them has to be a serial killer one of them has to die and then come back to life one of them has to not be able to speak right or hear or come yeah true that true that true well that's that. the advice man and thank you for your kind words bro yeah. you know we uh absolutely We'll be making more Sugar Pine 7 videos. Um, and it's not a threat. It's a promise. <laughs> People are wondering, like, oh, man, I hope that there's, they will. And we've said many times, and we will, we're going to make more videos. Um, and they're but all they don't be believe us. They don't believe and us. And they're all going to be they're disrespectful. Gonna be disrespectful. <laughs> they're all going to be just as special because we're going to make them every time. It's going to have that same energy of we are doing this because we want to and we're having the best time. And... Uh, and that's that. And that's yeah, we that. actually have another call. Let's nix this caller and bring in the next one. Thank okay. you, Marcus. What's happening there, James? What's up, James? Kid. No, I'm joking. I'm shocked. an asshole introduction. Uh, my name is Thomas from Carolina. Uh, you may remember Thomas. Carolina. such films as uh, episode 180 of the podcast, like, I don't know, like 42 minutes, 55 seconds in or something. Mm. It's like, I mean, who cares? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I, I just called in because uh, I'm looking for some advice. For a job. Uh, I lost the job that I had <laughs> that was supposed to make me money while I find a job in the creative field. Uh -huh. That didn't quite yeah. pan out in the time frame that I thought it would. So uh, my only goal has been to get on set this year, and it's hard to just continue trusting the process. Um, so what would you say is the best way to get hired as a writer or producer or mm. <clears throat> PA, um, besides moving out to L.A. and working as a grip for you or something, <laughs> cough, cough, imply, imply? Um, but you know, the, the pandemic hit uh, during my senior year of college when all my capstone projects were going to be shot so i don't really have a reel so <laughs> good luck with this uh, loaded question uh i'm relying on you to uh determine get me a future, job so <laughs> no pressure uh but really though I'm, I'm i'm really enjoying everything you guys are doing right now and uh i only ask because uh, james i think you're killing it as a director and as well Thanks, as i homie. think that cave is killing it as a musician but you know i mean we're we're not really on good terms so uh, what? But anyway, yeah, I, I, just, I can't wait for the next upload. And uh, yeah, I love you guys. Uh, I hope things We're are not really going well. Dude, that's yeah, so funny. Like he has yeah, his, he has this entire like construct delusion of your guys' yeah. relationship. <laughs> <laughs> what if I'm uh, not? What if I'm forgetting? It's possible. No, There's are no you way not on good terms with people? No, but what I mean is like, what if this is some fucking crazy person that I've just forgotten about and I'm not in good terms with them? So well, then I wouldn't worry about it. Look, dude, I think it was so okay. funny, first of all, that you were like, you know, just want some advice on, on how to get a job in the industry, you know, as a writer or a producer, two of the hardest jobs to get. And I don't <laughs> really uh, have any experience. I, I haven't really finished any projects. I don't really have a reel, so... I <laughs> dude, dude next star wars and obviously we're fucking with you um mm -hmm. dude it doesn't matter man there's all like start yeah just start you gotta start somewhere just start you know what i mean you're 
you're never going to be able to jump to, to Z. You know what I mean? You got to start somewhere. And that could be starting doing something that you don't uh, want to be doing at all. You know what I mean? If you yeah. want to be in the film industry, you got to do something in the film industry. You got to do something, you know man. I mean? And I don't personally know really any the w- way that the industry goes in other states. I only know, you know, California. Um, yeah. So I don't know what the film industry and the scene is like in... In North Carolina. In, was it North or South? He, I think he just said Carolina, um, which baffled me. I think me. he said North Carolina. Okay. Um, Want to go back and check? Nah. I think you should. Now I just want to know if my memory served me right. Here he comes. God damn it. He's from Carolina, dude. What is that? Which one, my guy? Come on, man. There's Come on. two. Pick out. one. You're coming out. He's he's seeking your uh, your help, man. He looks up to you and he's seeking. I am your, gonna uh, come advice. at him with tough love. I guess so. I guess it is, man. I'm gonna come at you soft and tender. Okay. Yeah. Listen, mm. Thomas from Carolina. This is what I want you to do. Okay. I want you to. I want you to figure it out. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the industry... That is... The reason why uh, it's hard to give you advice is who fucking knows what the industry is like in, in Carolina? Um, you know, you got you to gotta, you gotta scope that out. Start there. Find yeah, out what the industry is exactly. like in Carolina. Do you know what you should and fucking do? how can you do? be involved? Um, how can look you be up, a PA in Carolina? Literally look up any... Here's what you're going to do, bro. Any fucking smaller production companies in your area within 50 fucking miles, and I promise you there are... Um, PA for one. Literally, go to their contact pages, draft up an email, like pitching yourself, saying that you want to break into the industry and you're willing to start as a PA. Here's what I've done. Nothing. Here's what I've done. Um. Colon empty. (laughs) (laughs) No, but literally, dude, even as an intern, just to get your foot in the door, bro. And that's the start, man. It's getting your fucking foot in the door. I started as a PA at fucking SourceFed, man. Yeah, that's a great gig. You got lucky as fuck. I did. If I didn't work at SourceFed, dude. But if you didn't go to college to, to pursue film, you wouldn't have got the gig at, at SourceFed. Exactly. So you, that fucking student loan your James is paying off is the reason he's here today. So for some, you know what I mean? And that's the other thing. With, hey, man, like, invest in yourself. Not go to school. Yeah, invest in yourself, dude. No, but like when people ask about, we get asked all the time, you know, like, should I go to college or, or should I pursue my dreams elsewhere? There's no way to tell how, uh, uh, what path it is for you uh, to get to where you want to be, what, what the right path is. Only you can know that, and it's going to happen if you want it no matter what. Um, you just got to go after it, and you got to assess what the best path is for you. And for James, it was going to college, and it fucking paid off. He got source-fed. He met people uh, at an internship, you know? So, like, it couldn't have been better. If James didn't go to college, like, who knows where he'd be at, dude? <laughs> who fucking knows, dude? Seriously, man. A serial killer, I don't even man. think about that ever because this is just 100% me and I've always known that I wanted to be a filmmaker and like that part of my path, although it hasn't always been clear in the sense of what steps to take, it's always been clear as in like, you know, there's a fucking misty forest in front of you, but over at the end of the forest, you see that golden tower, you know, you see it there, but you don't know how to get there, you know, but remember when you wanted to be a forest fighter, forest fighter, <laughs> Yeah, I fight against the forest. I'm pro deforestation. But listen, bro, um, all joking aside, um, it's literally just, you know, take this time, and I'm sure you already have, but put in that, like, those first steps, that grind, you know? 
pitch yourself, put yourself out there, apply to anything you can just to get your foot in the door. As far as getting on set, like I said, I don't know what the scene is like over there in Carolina, but if you can get your foot in the door at like a company and get like even a semi-consistent job as a studio tech, as a PA, whatever, then you're going to be around people, right? You're going to be able to like network with just your personality, be cool with people, people like you. Then eventually, you know, you'll share with what your goals are and people, since they like you, will want to help in some way, shape and form. And then, you know, the other doors start opening, but it's a process for sure. Be patient with it, yeah. but be um, determined. And don't give and I guess up. we got to remember too when we go like, oh man, I just don't know what the industry's like there. I guess he probably just wants more so advice on what the process would be like if he was in LA because it, he would have to do probably similar things in a, if he lived in LA. You know what I mean? Do you like have it's, any, it's probably uh, all the things you just said. Yeah. Do you, know? you have any friends that are working on set? Because if you do, tell them that you're fucking down. And, yeah. you know, like that's what happened with me, man. I had the first uh, job that I ever had was because uh, Marcus, dude. I fucking told Marcus, I was like, yo, uh, I'm super down to start working in G and E on set, even though like I'm green, I'm I'm interested in doing it and just getting on set and stuff. And he was like, All right, for sure. Literally the first fucking job he hit me up about was a feature. And it was eighteen days straight. Yeah. You know? So I like shut that shit down, baby. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> That's so funny, bro. That's like one of the best stories. Oh like that alone that could be like time a bit a story in a fucking movie that alone could be the movie dude it's a movie right there and then what happens and then oh, never mind cut to movie. cut to the dark side of the moon pink by pink floyd no the real place it's not real man it's the cheese. dark side of the moon yeah it's dark cheese yeah I mean, you, you ever, ever seen you ever turn the lights off in the room and the cheese is in there <laughs> it's cheese, man. Um, but surely, dude, best of luck to you. I mean, I hope. Best of luck to you. All bro. joking aside, I hope anything that we said at least was any amount helpful. Um, yeah. But, you know, it literally just stick with it, man. Like, it's going to happen because you're fucking driven and you see it and that you know what you want to do. So. If you're making a, a call to here to get advice, that means you. That means you've thought about enough. this shit. You know? And you just need that next little push. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and hopefully we can give you that push because. Um, I know that for me, dude, when I was like trying to make it, what doing whatever I wanted to do, I, I wanted to be an actor and lived in Canada. And I didn't know what to do, and, and you just got so I gave keep up going. The, literally, the moment you decide, I'm just I, I can't. I guess I can't because where I live, like I don't have a ride to go where, where I'm gonna go. You know what I mean? Like, but I just made with what I had and put it out where I could, and and kept doing that. Like you, you just do it within the parameters that you can. Um, and keep doing it. And if you keep doing it, it will evolve and evolve. If you don't keep doing it, that's when you will not become what you want to become. Mm -hmm. But it will if you keep doing it. Yep. And Some for capacity. for as far as writing and producing, like I said, those are two very hard jobs to just get. Um, yeah. You have to do a fuck ton of work on your own, building up your own experience and portfolio in order to not only get those jobs, but do well enough on those jobs to keep those jobs and for those jobs to lead to new jobs. So I would say right now, write as much as you can, get as much experience as you can learning and just writing, um, and then produce some small personal projects just so you, you know, and try to do it. It's always fun like when you're, you know, very new or young, right, as a filmmaker. And there, there's a mix in those early stages of, like, being super ghetto and guerrilla with, like, 
fuck it, we'll do it any way that we can. And then also try to role play as like, how do these people actually do it in the most professional way that they can? And let mm-hmm. me start mm-hmm. to try to do it that way. Making calls to companies, rental houses and shit like that. Getting a fucking certificate of insurance, all this shit that's like professional shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you start getting those skills and that lingo and all that. Um, and then, like I said, bro, it's going to happen. You just got to put in that work and grind until it starts picking but it, up. But it might not. And that's a good point too, Clay. We actually have one more call. <laughs> but it might not. Uh, oh. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, guys. Uh, big fan of the hey. show. I had a question for each of you individually, but okay. obviously y'all can answer however you like. Um, James, you've been pretty open about uh, your ADHD diagnosis and... Um, you know, uh, using Adderall to help you with those kinds of things. Um, I'm currently in the process of getting tested and possibly getting a diagnosis of ADHD myself. Um, so I was curious as a creative, how much um, ADHD affects your ability to create and sort of work in those spaces. Uh, the way you finished a project like you did Three Kings, that's something that I feel like is like a pipe dream for me. I don't see myself being able to finish that kind of thing. So don't talk to yourself. yourself I'm curious how much yeah. you know, the proper diagnosis and treatment has helped you overcome Make your any films. issues ADHD might have presented, and you know how much ADHD did affect you or does affect you in that way. And uh, Kib, I was I was going to ask you about the, your song "Left the Car Running." Song fucking rules, man. Um, Thank you. But I was curious about how you wrote the vocal melody for it, uh, specifically like how you were doing the belting and. You know, singing with that kind of energy and power and volume, were you just like in your apartment with your acoustic guitar, like just going for it? Or did you kind of write it in your more comfortable range and volume and then save that energy for the studio? I'm a musician myself and I have like a lot of confidence issues when it comes to vocal stuff. So Mm, I'm curious about, you know, sort of your process in writing that song. Uh, Thanks, guys. That was a great question. Great yeah, questions. Both of them great questions. Um, yeah. You want to go first? Yeah, I, I'm going to just quickly touch on the Adderall thing. I am the most ADHD person of all fucking time. You are. Um, and, I d- and I don't take Adderall, um, and I should be on Adderall. And when I take Adderall, I'm extremely productive, but I'm, I'm a lot quieter and focused, and I rely on my personality as it's been for the past 26, almost 27 years. So I'm, I'm a little bit afraid to, like, go full-time on Adderall or something like that to, you know, not be who I kind of need to be for my career. So in that regard, uh, I I kind of, the challenges definitely, you can push through them without Adderall, but Adderall definitely is something that it's like with people with ADHD, it can help you just fucking buckle down. And sometimes I take it to just buckle down uh, once in a while. And then as far as left the car running goes, um, that I, I wrote in the studio with Nick Anderson, um, in that moment, so as it's being written, you know, you're humming like, and you're like, okay, that's that's what it is, and you just you kind of just go for it as you're singing. It. I knew I wanted it to be like Brendan Flowers, like you know, like that energy that you're talking about. I knew I wanted to belt it out, and I had known uh, because I I was singing this song uh, called "The Lemon Tree" by someone in my car, like just fucking. He he doesn't have rasp when he belts it out, but I just started sc- like screaming it in my car, and then I like. Realized like, oh, I'm, I might be able to actually kind of have this kind of distortion in my vocals. And I kind of found it one day in the car and I, I was singing it and I liked how it sounded with my kind of 
like I don't know what you call it. I guess just like vocal fry or whatever the fuck it is. When I was singing that in the car, and I was like, I'm gonna use that one day. And then we left the car running. It was the perfect opportunity for certain notes to have that kind of yelly uh, thing. And I think I've done that a couple times on SB7 songs too, um, and just tried to develop it, and develop it, and develop it, make it sound better and better. Um, and I can feel it. But um, as far as it goes, yeah, you just I, w I normally write melodies like that in the studio or when I'm making that song. If it's a demo of my own, same thing. You just like you're making the music and humming melodies and you're, you're trying them and you give it your all when you try it because that's the only way uh, mm -hmm. for me. I'm gonna find uh, you know what the actual sound and vibe is and the the cadence and and canter of of the voice. You know, so yeah, th those are my answers, my dude. Yeah, I and so you on, on confidence, by the way. Mm. Yeah, that's huge. Um, so for the ADHD question, I actually have ADD, not ADHD. <laughs> EDD. <laughs> I have actually have ED. <laughs> so not ADHD, not EDDD. <laughs> um, but and what I've come to understand is, you know, both are uh, attention deficit disorders, right? But what one's hyperactive. I've, exactly. What I've come to understand is that. ADD is more of an inward lack of focus, whereas ADHD is a more outward lack of focus or struggle to focus. Meaning like yeah. when I'm not on Adderall, I have a hard time internally focusing enough in order to work on things, develop things, concentrate, things like that. So like in school, you know, studying was really hard for me. Doing homework was really hard for me when I'm alone. It makes things boring Trying to work too. on things. Um, like, and then ADHD is like that same, you know, struggle of focusing, but it's more outwardly focused, um, you know, distracted easily by things, you know, things like that. Um, <laughs> so me. Dude, yeah. Like um, the description of who I am is ADHD, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. ADHD me. ADHD um, me. But... Even still, you know, the the difficult thing about coping with those things when you're not medicated, and I think medication is a very personal, individual thing, you know, don't totally. feel, if it works for you, that's great. If it doesn't, that's fine. There are other ways to, you know, cope with those things, albeit probably a little bit more difficult because I've tried to do that, but... Um, albeit. That was a good use of that word, huh? I was. I loved that. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Albeit. Um, albeit. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, bitch. but for me, like it's going to take a little bit of trial and error as far as dosage and just your body regulating, you know, using that medicine and things like that. So be patient with it. Um, and for me, you know, I, in the past year found my right dosage. I started really also, you know, all external things and other aspects of your life have to be worked out. It's not a magical pill. It's not the limitless pill. You know, it's not going to fix all your problems. Sometimes but, it feels like it though. <laughs> um, <laughs> but for me, you know, finding that right dosage and really just kind of focusing and honing it, it, what it is that I want to do and the direction that I want to go in life, all those things lined up and obviously here I am and I'm, I'm very confident with what I'm doing and I'm excited about what I'm doing and I'm focused, but also very creative. And that was one of the things that I struggled with the most early on was that, you know, it was a trade-off. Do I want to take Adderall today and be able to do work and focus and get things done at the cost of not feeling creative? Or do I want to try to, you know, not take Adderall today, lean more on the creative side 
and then save all the actual work for another day when I'm at Adderall. And then, so that was like a weird kind of thing. Um, and, but now I'm at a point where like, they're both their max level, dude, creativity Mm -hmm. and fucking work. Like, and I'm so thankful for that. But again, Mm -hmm. there are many factors that lead to that. Um, I would say, you know, it's not, don't be afraid of trying, you know? Um, if you've been struggling with, you know, getting things done and working on things and you feel as though this possible ADHD might be adding to that, you know, talk to somebody. And like you said, you're in the process of getting tested and diagnosed and that's great just for your own knowledge to know. Um, I feel like so many fucking people have undiagnosed ADD and ADHD, dude. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, especially people our age, right? Like, cause we, you know, our parents came from a generation where that wasn't real. Uh, you know, like you just have to work harder, shit like that. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, you're a bad parent. <laughs> I think everybody has, I think it's a spectrum for sure. And everyone has Absolutely. a varying degree of like how well they can focus and what type of focus they struggle with. But you know, on the high end of the spectrum is where, you know, it's that like, okay, I'm not as productive as a human, um, because of it. Um, and, and can I cope naturally or, or do I need some help? And and Mm -hmm. that's, we need to figure out too, because just because it could give you focus doesn't mean necessarily that's the right thing either. You know what I mean? Like, I think it would be definitely helpful for me, but I'm I'm much too afraid to like sacrifice my personality for it. Um, I don't think you I'm will, sure man. That, It'll balance out over yeah, time. Hundred percent balances yeah. out. Because I felt that same way early on. Like I was a bit more robotic and like I felt less funny and shit like that. Um, but then now I'm like I can recognize that I'm the best version of myself because of how consistently I take it and the dose that I take. And you're not chasing, like, you're not going up and up and up or taking more and more and more. And that's something that people struggle with early on, too, because, like, oh, my God, the euphoria, like, that's what made me feel amazing. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was the euphoria was just as much of a highlight as the focused was. You know, every time I take it, that's what I feel because I don't take it frequently. I probably mm-hmm. take too much. I take, like, 20 milligrams or 25 milligrams or something. And I'll feel amazing and be able to focus. And I'm like, okay, I'm not my normal me when I'm on it, but holy shit, I feel amazing and I'm productive. And so that's when I'm like, oh, like I'm not doing it right, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, man, I would say go for it. Like try it and see, cause if you don't like it, you don't have to do it. That's the thing, yeah, man. There's not like, and, Hey, like honestly, no. And huge uh, props to you for asking that question. Cause it's, it's tough to talk about that shit sometimes because mm-hmm. you know, there's stigmas it's a, there's stigma. Yeah, for sure. Like saying that you have ADD or ADHD, which I don't give a fuck. I'm like, yo, I'm living, roll their I'm living my best life, man. Like, I don't care what you think of me because I said I have ADD. I do. I can't imagine not having it. Like who, I don't know if I know. Well, like who doesn't have it? Like for real, like what, what would it like? What is it just like being on being medicated? Like how you are? Do you feel like when you have, it, you just don't have ADHD, you just totally normal. I don't have ADHD or ADD. Um, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't have I that we'll never, frame of reference. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> and that's all she wrote, you guys. And that's all she fucking wrote. Thank you guys for watching SB7 video. Go watch my music video. It's out right now. Our music video. Um, James's music video. Thank you for Thank watching you, bro. it. Thank you, Go bro. watch it and uh, be ready for James's fucking movie and those ticket sales and stay tuned with all that shit. We love yeah. you guys and we appreciate all your continued support. Truly means a lot to us, you know, and yeah, we are happy that we can deliver things. Yeah. 
That feels good. All right. At the gates. Get the gates. <laughs>